Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. The Sex Edwardton podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Welcome to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And I am a short king. I am 5'8 on a good day. And I am 6'3 on the dating apps. (laughs) So (laughs) my guest today is so hot that it should be illegal. I swear, as a gay guy, I am so attracted to her. Oh, she's unreal. She is talented. She's amazing. She's a beautiful pole dancer and a beautiful stripper. Please welcome to the show, Allie D. Thank hey. you. Hey, Allie. So, Hello. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my name is Allie. I've been pole dancing for eight years going on nine pretty soon and I've been working in different strip clubs for the last I guess two years and now that the pandemic has hit I guess I've transitioned to online content which has been quite the learning curve but it's been pretty good overall so far right (laughs) but that's a little general about me yeah (laughs) so have you been like what's new what have you been up to since the whole shutdown of 2020 hmm well I feel like I've gone into so many different things (laughs) (laughs) name it name it we have the time (laughs) I'm a person that it's like so hard for me to focus because I just start to like I get so many interests and I'm like, ooh, let me do this. Let me do that. <laughs> Which is fun and exciting, but then gets overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's so many different things that I'm like working on. But um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I started really transitioning my work, doing a lot of online content, meeting up with friends, um, still teaching online. I did a lot of online teaching um, with my classes and by the way everybody listening to this please take her class it is so good it will change your life for the better <laughs> oh that's sweet I'm not teaching at the moment but I will be getting back into it mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully soon mm-hmm. um but yeah that's what's been keeping me busy at for the last I guess few months I kind of was like you know what I'm gonna take a step back <laughs> so i um haven't been teaching as much uh actually right now I'm not teaching but 
um, even the online content, it was like getting a lot. So I did take a little step back for a while, um, but I'm going to pick them back up soon, both mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but in the meantime, I've kind of just been focusing on yoga, kind of doing things outside of all of that. It's it's nice to like connect with family, friends, um, do things that, you know, were harder <laughs> when mm -hmm. you're like mm -hmm. consistently you know, doing now, so much. Yeah. Now we got, we got the time. Everyone's staying. Exactly. Home. Like, <laughs> so even just like taking up new hobbies, like I'm so into my plants and so into like, and so into like crocheting, you know, oh my just God. doing these like different things that I would never have time for. We are literally so. the same. I just really? got into gardening. <laughs> I'm waiting for my spring bulbs to bloom, like my tulips and mm -hmm. like all my other shit. And I tried crocheting. It's so hard. I'm more of a knitter than I am a crocheter. Oh, really? But yeah, I know. I tried both. I tried knitting too. And I felt like when I did crocheting, I'm like, oh, this is so much easier. I That's interesting that you say that. <laughs> like, I really want to try to do crochet more because it's so much like versatile. Mm -hmm, like that's kind of why I like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my God. So I want to know. How did you first get into pole dancing? Because you've been a pole dancer longer than you've been in stripping, right? Mm -hmm. So what got you into pole dancing, first of all? Okay, so I started pole dancing when I was um, 18. Um, pretty much, it was my first year in university. I went my first year. It was so hard. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no change there. But at least um, I started seeking out different, like, forms of movement because I wasn't doing anything I was just stressed out at school um so I wanted something different I was just like I need to move and I had been like a gymnast before um I was a cheerleader in high school I was kind of very active oh my god the whole U-G-L-Y you ain't got no alibi you know what I wish it was like that but it wasn't <laughs> like very bring it on <laughs> I wish it was like fun like well it was fun but like Definitely didn't have sort of cheers like that. <laughs> but so, it was still really good. Good experience. Good time. So it kind of easily like transitioned into pole. I still wanted something that I was moving, something that required flexibility, something that required strength and like coordination like that. Um, so as soon as I, another thing too, I actually didn't really put the, connect the dots that, oh, pole is like a, in that area or in that realm Honestly, until I a think, few friends yeah I think pole, pole is basically like gymnastics after dark <laughs> it really is oh my god it's it totally so is. it mixes sexy <laughs> and athleticism in this beautiful art form and it is the mm -hmm. best thing i know oh right <laughs> so like did you go out and find like a class of your own or something i did it was actually i had a few friends ask me to come along with them to um they really wanted to try it. And it was really funny at the time. I was like, man, really? I was like, <laughs> okay. I was kind of the person that would just like go along. I, I wasn't so like keen on it. I wasn't so like into it. Um, but then as like a few different friends kept asking me, I was like, okay, what's going on? Why does everybody want to try this? <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, there was one day I remember I was off um, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I asked a friend if she wanted to go. I was like, let's just go take a class. She couldn't go. She wasn't available. 
So I had just ended up going by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like loved it and it was amazing. It was kind of like different than I had expected, but still in a very good way that was like challenging because it mm-hmm. was just, it was the class I had taken was super like sensual and I was like 18 and very like, like lost. Repressed, like, how <laughs> yeah. do I be sexy? Like, exactly. And I had come from like this very like Catholic school and like very. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the ones who grew up Catholic that will yeah. be the sexiest and the horniest and the most sinful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cool. So. It was just like very spontaneous and very like yeah just out of the blue. <laughs> so you said you've been doing pole eight nine years ever since then, right? I guess so. I'm starting to lose count. I guess it has been that long. Your whole life. So. <laughs> Let's just say your whole life. At this point, it's just like it's all a blur. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Is this your whole life? You came out of the womb and jumped I right did. onto the pole. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And then you do other other uh, forms of erotic dancing beyond pole like you also do lap dance and chair dancing yeah I kind of explored that stuff mostly when I started teaching and taking other classes that was like very those were really popular classes in the studio so I had taken those yeah I had just learned um from other people it was it was interesting. It was like so different for me. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's different for everybody when they start because I don't right. think anyone has just that. I feel like it's almost impossible. Maybe this is very much my bias, but like it's so hard to walk around the world embracing your full on like you know your full on sexuality, your yeah. sensuality. Is it so like, then, ooh. yes, it's it's very different like it was just such a different feeling so then to walk mm-hmm. in a space where like you're allowed to do that it's kind of almost like you're like taken back like what <laughs> like <laughs> what is going on like this is okay oh my gosh it is <laughs> it's so like, wow, it's weird amazing. <laughs> it's so weird that when you're like taught your whole life by society by culture by religion that you have to cover up and you have to repress and then all of a sudden you find the space that tells you no no do it do it all like show mm-hmm. your skin let's be sexy show off your curves it's like so liberating a little really awkward is. at first and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa yeah and now sure. and now we're just used to seeing all of our friends like half naked <laughs> It almost feels like everyone's a little too overdressed now and then. I know, right? (laughs) Sometimes, like, I don't even recognize people with their clothes on. Yeah, I know. It's like, I need to see your skin. You're a total stranger. Even with a mask on, you're a stranger to me. (laughs) I know. So crazy. So after pole dancing, how did you venture into stripping? Hmm. Well, that one was, that is quite... An interesting question. <laughs> it was quite a journey. It was a journey into it because it wasn't like this sort of, I guess you could say it's this like natural progression, but it was still a bit of a challenge. Um, so I had, well, first off, I had been asked a few times to perform in a club because it's just through like special performers for events. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had mm-hmm. been asked to dance, like pole dance at a club and I had been asked, I was working doing like birthday parties and doing a few clubs, but this one specific club had asked me um, and I wasn't really into it at the time <laughs> to work mm-hmm. regularly at this club, um, but it was like not stripping. It was just, you're just on the side dancing. Um, your clothes are on. You're not even wearing any sort of platform heel. Wait, so, really? 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, you're wearing like a bodysuit. It was. Okay. You, you would have to be wearing the same as all the other dancers there. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> so, true. Okay. Um, it was a very different style, um, which I was like, I didn't think I was interested in. Um, and I had been at the time in a relationship, and my boyfriend was abs- like, absolutely not. <laughs> not having it. Hey. Yeah, he was like, no. Ew. <laughs> I know. Oh. Ew. I look back. Thank you for that response. <laughs> like, it's your business. I know. Why any of his. Jesus. Yeah. Look. I know. Right. Right. <laughs> oh. So it did take me a while to um, kind of think about it, whether I wanted to do it. That relationship ended. He actually was going to end it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm thankful that it's over because I feel like there's I have so much more freedom to make my own oh. choices. <laughs> there is no room yeah. for sex negativity. And I know. Here. Yeah. Let, let's make that clear, everyone. <laughs> and it's like crazy because even being in that environment of like working in pole studios and knowing so many like other strippers that just come to the class and like you just, you know, you get to know people mm-hmm. and you don't realize though how deeply it's ingrained into you and the people around you when you kind of right? remove yourself from that space. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so like that misogyny too is just it's really in there it's <laughs> dug into yes. our souls like, yeah like you gotta we, get into the soul level to take that out yeah like we don't even yeah. think about like how sexophobic mm-hmm. everything is oh yeah but you, then again everything comes back to sex i know <laughs> you're so right <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's my job <laughs> so Okay, so what are some of, like, the myths that people have about pole dancers and sex workers? Um, some myths. I think it's, I think one of the big ones is that they, I think in terms of, like, pole dancing or just any sort of erotic and sexual um, or sensual style dancing is that it's, like, all for the male gaze. It's It's actually for for the the male gaze. It's for the male gaze, (laughs) as in me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So the myth is for the male gaze when in reality, it's literally for like everyone. It really, yeah. It's really for anyone who wants to, if who wants to like embrace themselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get into that sort of sensual side of themselves, feel themselves. Like mm-hmm. I think it's in any sense or even, even so like there's some women who go into like the sort of like sex work in general as a means to survive. Right. <laughs> so like there's a lot more reasons than just this sort of male gaze and like doing it for a man like that mm-hmm. is no <laughs> oh god yeah. like that is never really uh, up there even like that's i don't think that's ever mm-hmm. i don't know i don't really know <laughs> i personally don't know anyone who's ever done this for men. <laughs> well i can't I, you know what i can't there are some people who want to connect genuinely with their partner and i think that is something too because once you start to feel yourself and be connect to yourself in a sensual way, sensual way, it makes it much easier for you to connect with a partner, which I think it's great in that sense. But Are you saying that from a stripper's point of view, that like the more you're in touch with yourself and the more you strip in front of people, the more that mm. you as a stripper can connect with people? Or is that more from like a client to a stripper point of view? I think I'm specific. I, for me, I'm just thinking about when I taught like lap dance classes, I would get like a lot of women ask me like, um, 
they they want to have like something special for their or do something special for their partner Aww. in that sense yeah i think that's that i think that is cute that's like really nice mm-hmm. that's <laughs> so, like, so cute yeah i'm like I that's, that. that is really nice <laughs> that's so hot um mm-hmm. how do you respond to statements like stripping or porn it's not real work <laughs> I just laugh. yeah right right like there's I almost I feel I'm at the point which I'm kind of happy that I kind of move beyond like I don't even give those sort of those ideas any sort of like att- they don't I don't give it my attention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not worth it like I rather focus my time on those people that are so like open and receptive to my work right. Um, I get it. Some people still kind of need to learn and like, how, how are they going to be open to it if they don't know about it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, like, how do I respond? I mean, (laughs) it's like such a loaded question. I know (laughs) it's so hard because like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is why do you think people who say that think that stripping or porn or any other form of sex mm-hmm. work is not real work? Okay. Well, I feel like, first off, anything that is a predominantly woman... Um, Occupation. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is going to, obviously, it's always going to be made fun, not made fun of or put down, even just mm-hmm. like like motherhood like we still don't see motherhood as a job even mm-hmm. though it's so much work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and they like will motherhood ever be like economically compensated and why is it that something that only makes money has to be there's so many things it has um, to be something of worth yeah yeah but at the same time going back to um sex work and is why do people not think it's real it's because first off men are the only ones saying that and they're the ones feeling like they're losing sort of like control (laughs) i really feel like Ah. it's a sense of control like Mm. it that's yeah it it, to me it's just like the sort of wanting to control that that sort of market too yeah because (laughs) sex work and stripping it's mainly dominated by women Mm -hmm. and for men to not get in on the action so to speak they feel threatened by it they're like, we need to make money off this too. Yeah, I feel like there's also like a large group of, yeah, there's just like so many people out there that don't want to see women making money. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, God. yeah, it's, you know what, like, it's it feels so nasty mm. for me to say, but like, I've experienced it. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like. Yeah, because you got to be the perfect girlfriend who stays home and mm-hmm. makes his her husband a sandwich. Like, <laughs> I know it's gross. I mean, the sad part about it is, even if you did all those right steps that he wanted, he still won't want you. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Because that's right? just the world. That that's just uh, how it is. Like, like he's probably so there's seeing, no point. <laughs> he's probably just seeing you as like a vagina that can cook. Yeah, that's all it is. Ew. It's very much like that, and it's like a sad realization when you get to that point. Mm-hmm. It's so and that's disgusting. when you become a stripper. <laughs> hey, make that money. Yeah. Which is actually um. a good way to get into my next question about the whole, like, uh, the day-to-day routine of stripping. So, mm-hmm. you know that you've got a shift at the club uh, tonight. What's your routine? My routine. Oh, man. <laughs> so, okay. 
wow, this feels like so far away because it's been a while. It's been, <laughs> been a while long. since you stripped, I know. Yeah, the last time that clubs were open was, I think it was September. Yeah. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, um, okay. So, of course, you sleep in until whenever you want because you got to get <laughs> all that it. rest. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, um, I personally, I feel like when I'm working, I am so on point with everything aligning in my life and this sounds funny but it's like I need to make sure that I'm doing all the things that make me feel so good because if I don't and I walk into that space oh my god everything will be just sucked out of me I can't do it so Mm -hmm. I spend my day doing a lot of things I just genuinely enjoy (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like you know making food that I like and just sort of like reading a book and then doing my workout, doing some yoga. I would, mm-hmm. sometimes I talk classes during the day. You get into I, the like, right headspace. Yeah. The whole mm-hmm. thing, the music, put your music on that you like, mm-hmm. you know, do mm-hmm. your makeup and the whole thing. Right. So that's my day. And then I get there and it's already nine o'clock at night. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how, but I swear it always takes me so long. So after you're you're done getting ready, you're picking out your outfit, you've got your onesie, your pleasers, mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever else you got, like you have your routine in your head. Mm-hmm. What's happening first thing you step into the club? I'm like scanning the room, seeing who's there. Usually around nine o'clock, there's actually not that many people. Oh, no. <laughs> not really. And that's when they assign you your shift? Well, it's not really shift. Kind of come in whenever you want. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I would have thought that it, there was like a clock in, clock out type of process. Oh, not at all. Um, <laughs> lots of freedom whenever you want. It depends though. Some some places, um, you can be on their schedule, and then if you're on the schedule, you're usually coming in earlier. Um, and that's when the club will pay you to be there, and then you have to do a specific number of shows, like stage shows. Um, so sometimes I would do that. Sometimes it feels like it's not worth it <laughs> for what they pay you. You're like, Meh, I'll just come in later. But um, yeah, so. You're not paid on an hourly basis, are you? No. No. It's, it's-, it's a set rate. But usually like you have to be there by a specific time or else they won't, they wouldn't pay you. If right. not, then you're you're paying them to be there. Usually it's like after the schedule. So while every club is different, but like after that sort of schedule time, if you don't come in that time or they don't want you on schedule, oh my God. you can come in. Yeah. There are some places are very, very selective with That's who so they weird. want. And it's really sad. Yeah. That's odd. It's yeah. It's there's a whole luck. there's a whole logistics and yeah, shady like politics a... in the strip club. Ew. Oh yes, yes. That's so gross. Ugh. Yeah. And like, so what happens with the clients? Like you're like looking to see who's got the money, who's <laughs> got <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> looking got to time. see how you're gonna approach everybody. Like just like, what am I gonna say to this guy? Or sometimes I don't really even really think that hard about it. <laughs> it's not even worth thinking that hard. It Honestly, really is it's a numbers game. You just keep going, going, going. Right. No, like <laughs> you get when that it comes, momentum running. <laughs> when it comes to straight dudes or just dudes in general, we're so visual. We don't even need you to say hi. <laughs> just be like, "Sup? Want me to dance <laughs> for you?" Oh my god, we're so simple. It's beautiful. Oh <laughs> I know. That's what I love. <laughs> hmm. 
So I really love it when it's that easy. <laughs> God, men are so easy. It's <clears throat> remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're uh, okay, you've got a client, and you're trying to talk up your game, trying to see if they're going to spend some money on you. What are some of the things that they've said that are just so weird and like have turned you off? Because <laughs> the, these, these are the funniest question. things. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't, re- I, you know what? I feel like I can't remember any one specific because there's just like so much. <laughs> to be honest, like the majority, I, I'm going to say like 95% of the people I talk to in there, I would never in my life talk to outside of there so there's but I don't mean it in any sort of rude way I just mean it in a sense of like we are we live such different lives <laughs> like you know like it's, so it's just like like you're an instructor things, and he's a lawyer or yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> or like you're like a construction worker and like <laughs> you know like there's just things that like I could I never this is so different from the life I live <laughs> that we like I don't know but <laughs> Have they so, said, like, I'm pretty sure they would say some inappropriate things, right? Like, oh, yeah, of uh, course. That, that Instagram account, exo- yeah, that Instagram account, Exotic <laughs> Cancer, has the funniest things. It's like, oh, if I ever caught my daughter doing this, I would be so disappointed. Like, ew. Oh, actually, you, you know what? I have to say, there was this one that brings me up to, <laughs> reminds me of this one interaction I had where I, came over and this man had dropped like a $10 bill. And I had, was like, Hey, you dropped your $10. <laughs> and he was like, wow, that's so nice of you. I wouldn't expect you to do that. And I said, no, we're, I said, no huh? worries. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no worries. It's, it's just a $10 bill. I know you got a lot more, <laughs> but anyways, he was like, yeah, so you look like my daughter. <laughs> no, this is the worst part. And I was like, oh, do I? He's like, yeah, she's about 22, probably your age. I'm not 22. But then he's like, this is so gross. He's like, so absurd. So, okay, the next question that followed, the direct question that followed was, so are you a lesbian? Do you <laughs> like to have sex with women? In my head, I'm like, did this man just tell me I look like his daughter and then think that? I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, that was a really weird one. That was like a really gross one to me. Oh my but there's like God. so much random stuff like that. It's like, it's I, so I don't even. <laughs> but like, just that first question alone is so weird. It's like, I wouldn't expect you to. Oh, yeah. Like, do you think yes. that all strippers are just money hungry and will do anything? Exactly. Ew. Mm-hmm. the oh. whole interaction was just gross <laughs> Ugh, but so you weird. just like learn how to like maneuver through that and use it to your advantage mm. because it's like you don't expect much from me but i just took 500 dollars from you so <laughs> 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 like, i just do that like <laughs> oh my god so. i remember this one time like i was giving a stripper a blow job at the back <laughs> of the club lost track of time I find out that I actually spent a little over $500 on him because I just lost track of time. That's all it happened. Yeah. I mean, no, hey, I, yes. I'm not going to complain because it was my fault that I didn't budget and I didn't like, you know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't conscious of the time. So I'm going to give you your money anyway. But now I know 
<laughs> to be conscious and have a watch on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's so easy to lose track of time in there. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's we've like all dark. done it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's a dark room. It's so sexy. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, there's yeah. no blocks anywhere. Yeah, for, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing, too. When I first got started, that was it was so hard for me to track the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you got to really, like, be on top of it because, like, people will, like, start to run up your time, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, like it, it, when you're giving a client, like, a lap dance in the back room, mm-hmm. like, you're not just thinking of, like, the entertainment value that you're giving. You're thinking about, like, you know, I don't want to drain this man's money and then have him hate me. Oh, I'm not thinking that. Nope. <laughs> oh, I don't care. You can I'm dead. hate me. I'm dead. <laughs> you can hate me, but I know he deep down he loves me. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> He's impressed by the fact oh. that I just took all of his money. A lot of them really are. <laughs> can I take you home? <laughs> oh my god, that you hear that question like every every single night. <laughs> oh, that actually brings up another point. Like the myth about like all strippers are like horny for you and that they <laughs> want to be they're also escorts like that's not true yeah. though is it no no not at all <laughs> like why do people think that no like i mean like i have some you know what there are some women in there like that you know will take you have another business going on and that's fine but i think it's more so the assumption when there's like this sort of assumption that all the girls in here are gonna like I can just you know take any of these girls home <laughs> oh god just, yeah I guess it's because yeah. like men think that their dick is so powerful and so magical <laughs> I mean mine is mine was crafted by the gods Ooh, but, yes <laughs> people are gonna have to hit me up on my grinder or my <laughs> for that so watch out <laughs> Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. (laughs) Okay. So that is so unreal. And like, thank you so much for sharing that. That's so cool and also weird and interesting. And it makes me scared too. (laughs) All at the same time. All at the same time. So amazing job to you and to all strippers and all sex workers everywhere. I love you guys. So I want to ask, now that you're... Like you would describe yourself as someone that's like in touch with their sensuality, their femininity, their sexuality. Mm-hmm. How has pole dancing and stripping and being in sex work changed any aspect of your life? Like, has it affected you on a spiritual level, sexual level, uh, physical? What's the what's going on there? 
Um, I do feel like it's impacted my whole life. <laughs> like you, it definitely is something that changes you, but it's for the better. Mm-hmm. It just makes you so much more aware, I think, mm-hmm. and aware just of everything. Like mm-hmm. you, yourself, you become very in touch with yourself. Um, and even just the world around you and people. <laughs> but I also feel like yeah, I developed much more of like a spiritual practice being in that job. I felt like that was what really helped me <laughs> to like <clears throat> constantly go in there with good energy, even though <clears throat> there's so many people in there like just trying to take so much from you from you for free. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like So you gotta keep your energy in check. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing That's all so cool. of the manifesting and you know aligning all your chakras (laughs) Mm -hmm. i find that whenever people are more sexually aligned and like their mind their body are connected everything else positive just comes through like Mm -hmm. you want to be good to yourself you want to be good to others and it just snowballs into this big positive thing that all starts just because you're horny and you want everyone else to be horny. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like, I think horniness is just such a great feeling. Oh, God, <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, like It's so great. And I feel like when you learn to control it and not let it control you, it's like, just, yes. it's, so, it's yes. so good. Yes, <laughs> You yes. can use it. Like, it's that creative force. It's just like, it's the way you can connect. And I feel like we're just so scared of that. <laughs> you know but it's learning to be in touch with it and not let it rule you that makes you this kind of like full-on like human being Mm -hmm. like having that sort of like human experience is being able to connect with that feeling and Mm -hmm. and yeah that's so wise (laughs) i love that how why is it that some people lose control of that in your opinion i think that it's really because of the stigma Mm. of just sex in general like we Mm -hmm. can't really talk about it it's shamed and Mm -hmm. like it's pretty much shamed in like everywhere (laughs) like (laughs) any sort of religion i don't think that there's i don't know that many of i don't know much about religion i don't i'm not a religious person Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't know of any religion that sort of embraces that so i feel like just in every aspect it's just not something that we're taught is okay and even just from like a young age it's like your private parts <laughs> you know it's like private we never name them by their actual yeah name. see like, like there's just so many subtle ways that we're just taught to suppress everything about that <laughs> that's so weird yeah. how did you get to a point where you've overcome that repression This is a loaded question. It's just, it's just like so many <laughs> layers heavy. to it. Yeah, there's so mm. many layers to it. Because... Let's peel off the layers, baby. <laughs> like stripping. Like, ah. you know, right? Oh, I like that. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, so how, man, where do I start? I think it like, for me, it personally came when I kind of, my relationship ended and I kind of like questioning my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like what, what's going on? What areas can I fix? And like, yeah, I think that was what, what brought me to like thinking more about it and just like connecting with myself, trying to like figure out what I wanted and what was like, what was driving me in my life. So 
but that's still what brought me to like connect to it. And then removing all of those layers, I think it's just through like education and connecting with other people who Mm. have these sort of ideas. And it's interesting because I had spent already at that point, it was close to like six years or so, I think five or six years, like in a pole dance studio. But I felt like as much as I love that environment, I still feel like that wasn't enough for me, for me Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. to fully you know, peel back all of those layers. Mm. And like, because even so, like at that point, I felt like I still had a lot of like internalized misogyny that was in me, Mm. even being in that environment for five, for about like five years. And then I was like, okay, I think it wasn't until I fully immersed myself into like sex work that I was able to really get comfortable with it and start to question a little bit more (laughs) like Mm -hmm. why do I actually think that (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and then yeah and just reading books I felt like there's so many books that I started to read and just podcasts of other strippers and connecting and learning from other people is just so it's just like so important (laughs) what have you read and what have you listened to um I think one book that really um I guess changed my, I wouldn't say changed my perspective, but I guess I could say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski, I think. Emily Nagoski. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. It's so wonderful. That, that, that was... cover is so hot, like it's, <laughs> it's a zipper and then it's the vulva. Yeah, so yeah, it is so cute. I love that book. I felt like it was so good and it just like mm-hmm. touched on so much, you know, like the whole anal- analogy of the garden and like planting the seeds and mm-hmm. like what seeds have been planted in you for so long and what seeds mm-hmm. did you decide to water? And like, I felt mm-hmm. like all of like the analogies were just so A gas good. gas analogy? Our... Yes. Oh like, my God. The whole when... book was just so like mm. it was just so informative and well written it was just mm. like it was great so I felt like that was one that I really really right yeah what about a podcast <laughs> that you've listened to that's helped you get in touch with this um so I would say um the Paige Cole she was a really good mm. she's more of a stripper business coach <laughs> but the Which reason I so liked essential. her yeah, I know. Uh, the reason I specifically liked her is because she did use a lot of spirituality. And I felt like her podcast is really good at helping you connect to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think if anyone listened to that podcast, it should give like such great tips. I think it's almost one of those podcasts that everyone gets something <laughs> different out of. For me, at the time that I was hearing it, I felt like it helped me like really remove a lot of layers. And mm-hmm. she also, I just really appreciated her perspective of the way that she viewed her job because you know um it was kind of the first time I had ever really heard a stripper describe their work in such a way that was just sounded so beautiful (laughs) you know like when you hear people who genuinely like love their job talk about it I think it is just it sounds so different and you're like you have such a different appreciation for it so really enjoyed her podcast and everything I love that she's that. had to say <laughs> text me the name of that podcast I'm gonna give it a mm-hmm. look no, I'm not a stripper <laughs> <laughs> no but there was still so many other things that I felt like were just good to know <laughs> I love that mm-hmm. so uh we're moving into like this digital landscape because of the pandemic 
And with this sudden boom of OnlyFans creators, and you are an OnlyFans creator, what's that like? The transition from being in the club to deciding to move your business fully digital? It's definitely challenging. There are so many things to think about that you were not thinking about <laughs> as like a stripper, you know, mm -hmm. like having this sort of, it's just like in every aspect I found like it was very hard learning how to talk to people online versus learning, talking to people face to face. There's What's just, the difference there? I felt like I was a lot better at talking to people like face to face when I mm -hmm. first, you know, when I first transitioned online, I was like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> because I'm so used to reading people's facial Body expressions. Body language. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. just, you know, you're, you have this whole environment going and like there's drinks and it's very relaxed and it's, it's kind of this whole experience that they're having. Mm -hmm. But online, it's very different in the sense of like, it's very much like marketing, like you're selling <laughs> and like everything from like the way mm -hmm. you're just writing your caption to it's not i i want to say it's it's not as personal because i mean i don't it, it can be personal when you start to develop a relationship if your fans are staying with you long term you guys can definitely chat if that's what you're offering mm -hmm. but i think the initial um advertising and like marketing is it's just so different than approaching a customer mm, because <laughs> so. you're doing everything on your own from the ground up Oh yeah, creating the content if you're doing it by yourself, which most mm. most people are. <laughs> and then just yeah. editing and then marketing it and like connecting with other people and right. using all these social media platforms. Yeah. Are you chatting like and are you chatting with so many clients at the same time and then like you got to personalize every single thing to make it seem like they're the special <laughs> one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well you're definitely every conversation personally i don't feel like i've had many conversations go in the same direction actually like i feel like i've gotten quite a variety of people talking to me about different things <laughs> so that, if you're allowed to say that well i mean some people will just talk to me as if we're friends <laughs> which is really interesting and i actually appreciate it so much i'm like wow this is really nice you know like somebody just I don't know, one of my fans just came and sent me a funny video and he's like, here, I hope this makes your day better. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really nice. Like, I really, yeah, like it's such a, it's a nice relationship, <laughs> you know, like it can be. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, it was a cute little video. I can't remember what it was now, but I was like, wow, this is great. And I get a lot of people just asking me like, oh, hey, how's your day going? And like, what did you like? what's your favorite movie? You know, you get a lot of these sort of like interactions <laughs> or like sometimes you get those people that just keep it like fully what it is. Like, okay, like, can you show me your pussy? <laughs> you know? Like it's Straight all up. very, Straight yeah. <laughs> like everyone's so different. Some people love to have this little conversation, get to know each other. Some people just get right to it. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done any sort of like live one-on-ones over OnlyFans? Is there a way to I do I have that? not. You can. There is okay, a live cool. option. I have not tried that out. Right. But I, I have seen other girls do it. Mm -hmm. I know I have some friends that have used the online option. Like mm -hmm. the, yeah, it's it's pretty good though. <laughs> oh, it's it's like 
Are, it is a great way to work from home, being a sex worker. Mm-hmm. So it good. is. It's it's very flexible. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you have so much control over your content and what you're putting out. Right. I love so. how you use the word flexible. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're like a spatchcock. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like a turkey on a rotisserie with your leg <laughs> yeah. all the way up above your head. Like, damn girl. Like so love many that. ways. Exactly. <laughs> hey, she's versatile. Woo. <laughs> so how much work goes into creating content like that? It was definitely a lot. When I had first started. I actually started it before the pandemic. Um, Smart move. So, yeah. <laughs> eventually, yeah. It turned into be a pretty pretty good move. Um mm-hmm. But at that time, I was still working in a club and I was like, whoa, this is so much work because I kind of wanted a little thing that I could direct my clients to at the club if they wanted to see more. Um, But then I like quickly realized, I was like, wow, this is going to be a lot if I really want to maintain this and build it. (laughs) Like it was just, it's so much. And then even aside from all the editing, just the things that you generally would think of with online, um, any sort of content creation, you're just doing online, um, branding, marketing, if you want to like watermark photos, anything like that. Um, even just like security, <laughs> keep really? your, privacy, your privacy. Like, oh I feel like, you know, like people want to hack you. Like, I've definitely oh, got like, yeah, like there's, you're, you're definitely exposed to a lot more of that. Um, even just learning to take like your geolocation off so people don't track you from your photos. Oh like God. there's a lot of that sort of stuff that I really wanted to learn about to stay as safe as I could. You don't so, normally think about that kind of stuff. That's so. I know I had not thought about it at all. <laughs> and I was like a very avid, like Instagram user posting all the time. Mm. And then I started getting into that work and I don't even know where I, I think maybe I started following some girls online and then um, that's when I was like, whoa, people can track me by my photo. (laughs) So I started learning about all of that stuff and even just like the whole like creating a new name. I mean, obviously I did that, but Mm -hmm. just creating a whole new name and make sure your your email is completely different from your bank, from anything that is like linked to your bank. And this is like a site. It is pretty secure. Like it's a secure site, but, but you can still, never be too safe. exactly. <laughs> never be That's too safe, especially online. Now that everything mm-hmm. in the environment of a pandemic, everything is online. Yeah. Uh, that's so crazy. Yeah. So, what would you say are like the pros and cons? You got working from home as opposed to having to commute. Is your revenue mm-hmm. better? Like. How, how would you say? Is Personally, I mean, I'll, I'm just going to speak from my own experience. It's all mm-hmm. I really know. I mean, mm-hmm. I have friends who also do it. I would personally say I never, I don't feel like I have yet to get to a point that I've ever made as much as I do when I go to a club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, I think it can definitely get there, but I mm-hmm. feel like you, you got to, really stay consistent. I think that with this pandemic, we've gotten to a point where it's kind of, I don't, I can't really say that like I didn't know as much about it before because I only started a few months before the pandemic, but with, I think COVID and everyone kind of coming into the space, it's definitely, people have just been 
on it from like eight in the morning till like <laughs> 2 a.m. Like it's just become this like 24 seven job, um, which I personally mm-hmm. didn't really notice as much before. And I feel like I've noticed it so much more now where it's you're online very often and you have to be very like accessible. But I don't think that's the only way to succeed. But I feel like when you are new, um, you are going to be spending a lot of time on there. Mm-hmm. And just even using learning about other social media sites to mm-hmm. connect with people. Right. Um, yeah. So you said 24-7. Does that mean like you're interacting with fans from time zones that are not yours? Like, yes. <laughs> um, you are because it's like so it's just such a broad, like it's literally like worldwide. I don't know. I don't know how far. You have international fans. Oh my God. I don't even She's know. An international I don't know. <laughs> so people, I don't think most people don't tell me where they're from. Actually. I get a few, like there's actually been a lot from the States. I don't know. <laughs> most people are, that I know are from the States, but, and then a lot from. God knows, God knows the state within... needs your pussy right now. <laughs> They really do. <laughs> they really do. After the trauma that they've endured. Oh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's that's insane. So, in your opinion, do you think OnlyFans is changing the porn landscape? I don't even want to use the word socially acceptable because I still don't even think it's acceptable because we can mm. still find all these like people really coming down on woman on OnlyFans or anyone mm-hmm. on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like there's right. we've read article like even just that article about oh the nurse having to oh, yeah. OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I a teacher say, that had OnlyFans, yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of that and it you can tell the way that these articles are written that they're not shedding any sort of light on the on the fact that Wow, like good for this person for right. taking account of like, taking ownership of their sexuality yep. or their financial situation and doing what they had to do. Or like mm-hmm. you know, there, there's no sort of it's all set in this sort of way that is making them just seem so bad for seeking out that option. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, can we like hear a real story? No. <laughs> like, you know, like what is this? Like who and it's just so weird to me. It's like, who are you? even say that like yeah. that's so odd like yeah like these are people making a living that are just as worth as someone working behind a desk mm-hmm. it's just that they look hotter doing it i know right <laughs> <laughs> i mean truly i wish i could but i'm a little too sacred for the only fans <laughs> Also, I've got like a lot of stretch marks and scars. And like, I need oh, to work on I no, no, not at all. One of the things that I have personally have taken from being on that site is that I see so many different types of bodies because, like, <gasps> yeah, and I think that is that is one of the things that I've really enjoyed about being in that space, and that's what like keeps me coming back is that there is so much variety that I feel like I like. I just see so much of that. If I was to go search regular any porn, um, right. I don't feel like I would see as different bodies. I see mm. so many. I don't know if it's maybe the spaces that I have chosen and the people that I've chosen to interact with mm. um, that I see like trans bodies and I just see like different like, bodies, thin yes, bodies, like, there's, bodies. There's so, yeah. 
like I love that. and I yeah I love it too because for me it's I'm like this is amazing this is what I want to see I want to normalize different types of people and different types of bodies embracing themselves because so everybody is sexy exactly <laughs> so and that's what the, something that I personally have really liked it like it gives you more control of the things that you want to see so mm-hmm. I mean if there's an OnlyFans where the content creator burps for her fans, I think there's room for a stretch mark. And stars. Yes. Oh like my that. god, you can literally do anything and make anything. Like there, there will be the main customer for everything. I love. That. Yes, oh, there really is. So, as a sex worker, are there like specific legalities that you face, like job security, a pension, or like being taxed? What are some of the things that you face in the legal aspect of things? Well, I mean, you're pretty much owning a business <laughs> at this point. Like there is a lot of things that you can write off on your taxes, anything, any sort of like lingerie that you buy, your equipment that you're using to um, film, right? So there's a lot of things that you can write off on your taxes. Um, lingerie, uh, transport, like are those... Do those all like, are they all recognized by our government as taxable? They are, yes. Um, I've or like you can write off on your tax. Yes. So that's good. That's always been like really good to know. Um, what else? I mean, if like online content is like, it's pretty, well, even if you're working in a What club. about sex toys? <laughs> <laughs> you can. You totally can. Because yeah. Any, oh yeah like anything, so cool. anything that you're using for, I mean, I'm not a tax person. You should probably talk to like your, <laughs> your accountant to be sure. But like from my personal experience, I have been able to write off a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's, I think that's a good part. <laughs> Something good to know. But there is a lot of, also things that I found a little bit weird in terms of when I first went on to OnlyFans, I, it's funny, I made my first like 200 and I'm like, yes, let me take out my money. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know, so excited. And then I go to take out my money and my bank didn't accept my money. Yeah, it was very huh? odd. And I what? tried several times to get my money out and it was not this there wasn't only fans this is not an only fans issue which a lot of people talk about there's a lot of issues that only fans itself has but this was actually not it was actually a bank issue <laughs> and my bank for some reason did not want like it just didn't allow me to take it out i called them i talked on the phone i was like why can't i get my money out and they're like yeah we just don't support that website so we can't like you what can't get your money yeah it was oh it was a bit weird <laughs> so i ended up having to get make a new bank account <laughs> oh okay. so that's yeah so odd. i like changed banks so so like bank yeah. like major banking major financial institutions they just are they they don't allow you to take money just because it's only fans you know like, what are, i, are I they, didn't i don't are know they or are they just that sex phobic I, I, you know what? I'm actually really curious to know the answer of that too, because I am not sure. <laughs> because this one wasn't a, this isn't a major bank. This was like Tangerine. I was with Tangerine before. And oh. <laughs> it's a smaller, it is a smaller bank. So I'm sure like yeah. I think bigger one banks. Of those virtual bank. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure bigger banks don't have as much of a problem, but it's still weird to me that a smaller bank has an issue mm-hmm. with it. I just don't, so, I don't get it. 
Yeah, I don't get it either. That's so weird. So mm-hmm. now hearing about all of the things that have to be done to do what it is that you have to do, would you agree in saying that sex work is an essential business? <laughs> yes, I would agree. Yeah, right? 100%. <laughs> like who gets to dictate what mm-hmm. essential business is anymore? <laughs> I know, point, right? I sex know. is definitely one of them. Yes, it it's for sure is. Business. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I don't know what I would do without seeing porn or <laughs> without yeah. like, just seeing a stripper. I need that back. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You got to work twice as hard now that it's digital because you can't even like touch them or you it's know. It's very true. Yeah. You got to. Oh God, that yeah. is so. So, mm-hmm. um, we're coming to the end of our time i just want to wrap this conversation up in a nice little bow how can people support sex workers and how can we come forward to show our support i mean i would just say like liking even their content (laughs) something as simple as like following them like that goes a long way and liking and supporting their content is a really big way to just help and get them out there. Um, also, subscribing to their OnlyFans. <laughs> like, it's it's just subscribe to their OnlyFans and like a few of their photos. You know, if, if you want, like, buy their content. That's the main thing is literally pay them. <laughs> you don't have uh, to support every single sex worker, obviously. You don't. Like, exactly. Just choose a few who you like, you know, or somebody that you're drawn to and some if you appreciate their work or anything if you're if you look at their profile yeah yeah so that's simple like even if you don't have the money you can just simply share Mm -hmm. exactly there's so many ways or you can even donate to any sort of sex worker organization Mm -hmm. i love that um last question or second to the last question What's the most important thing you want listeners to take away from this conversation about pole dancing and sex work? Well, I would say specifically about sex workers that sex workers are human (laughs) because it's it's very like, I, I just don't understand how we've gotten to this point in the world that we Mm -hmm look dehumanized. at yeah that sort of work is so dehumanized like it's it's crazy it's i mm-hmm. i don't even know mm-hmm. i hate when i use the word crazy sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to, i've been trying to remove wild. that one from my yeah i say wild. wild wild thank you that's a good yeah. one <laughs> but yeah it's it's, it's literally wild to me that we don't see these people as human like mm-hmm. they're just like sort of these horny machines <laughs> Mm, right. but like they are more than that yeah. <laughs> so like, just be kind be nice <laughs> <laughs> be nice don't say anything gross yeah share the content and mm-hmm. just show your love and support because sure. they're the ones that need it the most at this time mm-hmm. that's so awesome and lastly just to wrap this all up where can people find you oh i guess they can find me on uh instagram right now um Allie does life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much. And how does that spell? Um, A L I and then does life. <laughs> okay, love that. <laughs> okay, Allie, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show. 
You are amazing. I hope people will like your content. I hope that people will share your content. And listeners, thank you so much. And see you at the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah! Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.